With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Well, Road America is over. And uh, PJ, I know you went to Road America this year, right? Did you have a good Absolutely time? Absolutely had a blast. Weather was pretty decent, only hailed on us twice on Saturday. Only twice. Only twice did we get hailed <laughs> upon on Saturday, but the weather Friday and the weather Sunday were pretty spectacular, and for our riding on Monday, the weather was perfect. Now, I'm not clear where this happened, but did you see the motorcycle rider who was struck by lightning and ended up dying due to injuries? Did you see I that? was unaware that that had happened. I would be surprised if that happened at Road when, America. It, it, did you, not, it didn't happen at Road America. I'm then just I saying. did not hear about that. It's, it's a street bike rider, and um, you could see where the lightning entered through his helmet, and uh, it, it wasn't a Bell helmet or any particular brand. That's not important. The just the fact that you know you got to be aware of your surroundings if you're in bad weather please please pull over and be safe arrive and thrive okay let's go to tony wink tony our next guest is waiting in the wings yeah it's a guy we've had on many times jail 10 and he's uh i always enjoy talking to johnny lewis the, i called you a journeyman in fly journeyman would that be <laughs> appropriate yeah uh you could be i mean i've been uh Better than I'm a jerk. Something, I think. It's better than and calling you a jerk, right? Something. Why would yeah, you call him a jerk? You, I think you. I think you said that before, though. <laughs> not on the air, though. <laughs> yeah, not not in public. Hey, man, how you been? Uh, not too bad, man. I did. Uh, I was on a about an eight week go there for a little while. Now, finally, back to Florida. We uh, kind of just doing a little bit of everything, you know. Obviously, my school's doing good. You know, teaching people the the world of flat track and and sliding around, but also. Um, I also did some consulting there for for American Flat Track since uh, did Daytona. Did uh, work with them for that track, uh, Texas, and then even that that Super TT out in Arizona. And then right after that, I jumped on a plane and went three weeks over in Europe and did schools, and then got back and oh, wow. did Springfield. But that got rained out, and then went right from Springfield to Kentucky and uh, race Kentucky. So I actually raced for the first time last uh, last race, and then uh, got back down to Florida. So. The the Super TT looked really, really cool. <laughs> well, when I showed up, I, I basically looked at the guys, and I'm like, oh, yeah, you guys are screwed. You know, <laughs> fact, it, it, it was like, you know, it was like the trucks just ran. I mean, it was it was ruts. I mean, it was ripped up. It was two foot deep. And, you know, we're, we're flat draggers. We're, they, they want the smoothest thing possible, and they complain if there's a little bit of dust. Well, I'm like, <laughs> uh, good thing I got here on Tuesday because uh, we need – every bit of four or five days to get this done and we were able to get it you know relatively i thought good i had to leave i couldn't stay there for the race but i got everything you know to reshape the jumps uh you know to try to get the thing as smooth as possible and down to you know it's arizona it's dry weather so trying to figure out the dirt water mixture you know the process there in a couple days it's uh it was a tough challenge but i mean uh the crew of everybody we worked with um it was it was a blast, and you know I got to test the ride the track, and you know yep, yep we're, let's ch- cut this jump down a little bit, or hey that's not safe, let's try to do this. So it was it's been uh, you know something I've been doing with AFT now, a couple races, and uh, trying to just you know 
the safety factor and you know also making trying to make it as good as racetrack as we can with what we're dealt with so so when, you, when you're in that situation i mean it's i gotta imagine it's, it's road grader water sheep's foot water sheep's foot maybe a little bit more road grader water sheep's foot i mean it's it's basic yeah, flat track um, prep, isn't it? Or, or am I wrong? Yeah, no, you're, you're right most of the time. Uh, you know, you're right. I am right most of the time. Just nobody gives me credit for it most of the time. Yeah, but uh, I mean, you know, Daytona it was it was a flip. You know, flip a coin. We got there after a Supercross, and you know, they plant. We we actually built the track, um, but you know, but prior to Supercross, and they they put underneath, and you know, they worked with the Supercross guys. Hey, we're going to build here. You know. You can you build your track over. You do this. Well, here they actually planted palm trees right in the middle of turn one. Oh no! Uh, for the track. So when we got there, I mean, there was just this massive hole. You know, right in the middle of turn one. You know, the coming off the banking. You know, so and then we had to bring new clay in and redo it. And you know, timeline there was pretty short. And then Texas, you know, we dealt with it was it was like seven inches of rain. You know, for the last the, the four days leading up to to when I got there. You know, so this was like working with Play-Doh. You know, I couldn't bring the grater on, couldn't bring the water truck on. It would sink, you know, it was, it was a, it, that was a, an issue. And then getting to Arizona, you know, we're in the middle of the desert, hard as a rock. You know, they ripped it, but then it's just crumbling. There's asphalt chunks, you know, in the dirt just because, you know, the trucks, the, the trucks that run there, they don't care what the surface is. You know, we're, we're, we, you know, like I said, they complain if there's a, there's a rock on there. So, yeah, the process is, you know, ever-changing from track to track to track. But, you know, obviously that track, it was just kind of building as solid as a base as we could, get as hard and smooth. And, um, you know, the guy in the grader was pretty good. And then, you know, we had to actually shape down a lot of the jumps. Uh, you know, they're pretty big for the, you know, the, the trophy truck kind of deals. So we had to reshape all that. So it was D6 dozers and everything. So I and- got my, uh, my dirt work experience. Yeah, and you're good at it, and and I'm sure all the racers appreciate knowing there's a, a legitimate racer uh, that's, you know, that involved in the process. How many more races are you personally running? You think this year? Uh, I don't know yet. Um, not really sure. There, there's, uh, I might, I might be working with uh, this one kid that should be pretty damn fast. Uh, come Lima, he's gonna make his uh, debut there. So I might be, might be working with a kid that I've been working with for a while. And uh, might do that, and then I, I don't know. I mean, I, I've really, really taken on this the, the role of, uh, you know, obviously my school, but I've been working really hard on some amateur stuff, trying to to progress the amateur side of racing, and then obviously my relationship with AFT on the technical, you know, the the race, you know, the racetrack side of things. They, they keep asking about a couple other events, so my time is actually getting limited, I guess. So I'm just uh, uh, picking and choosing. I'd like to do this. You know, now that Springfield got rained out this spring, they have a doubleheader in the fall. I mean, that's really my my favorite racetrack of all time is Springfield. So um, I know for sure that's that's two races that I, you know, because it's going to be a doubleheader, it's, that's two that I want to do for sure. So it might only be those two. And who is this uh, hot rod kid? Is he just aging into the class, hitting a birthday or yeah, something that's going to yeah, let him yeah. go pro? Yeah, it's uh, Dallas Daniels. Um, he's a... Uh, He's raced the Moto America stuff, podiums, I think, all but one round this year so far. Um, you know, but also as a dirt track kid that I've worked with forever. And he races for Tim Esseson on the Esseson Yamaha program. What already. a program. Uh, yeah, his dad is actually Ryan Wells' mechanic. Um, so he's kind of embedded in the team. And, you know, the kid actually, <laughs> I actually raced Springfield TT 
uh, just kind of a hot shoe race, you know, uh, pro am pro am class. So it was pros and amateurs, and um, that, um, you know, they let fifteen year old kids race race the pro am class. Well, sure enough, I joked. I'm like, man, if this little kid, you know, he's not little anymore. He's got his little mustache going, and you know, he's he's on top of the world right now, so fast. And man, if he beats me, I'm gonna have to retire. You know, he always jokes. He <laughs> calls me thirty plus, and I'm not thirty yet. He's like plus thirty plus, and I'm like. Sorry, right, if you beat me, you can call me 30-plus, you know, as long as you want. And uh, sure enough, the kid freaking rips the whole... I'm, me and, me and uh, J.D. Beach are, like, fighting for the end of the start, kind of bumping elbows, and all of a sudden, this flash of blue just flies across both of us, and he takes the lead and leads the damn thing for a little bit over, you know, J.D., and I ended up actually fourth. Um, so, you know, my little protege that I've been working with forever actually beat me so it's uh it's, it's rewarding you know it's like it's one of those things I always I always joke man the day when one of my students beat me it's it's not it's not uh it, it was you know one of those most rewarding things I've actually that's why you're had a while that's why you train and coach riders I mean it, it has to be if not why would you bother you'd have to be bored to death and not if you you didn't get satisfaction out of those kids getting to that point right yeah, no, it's, 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 you know, I love it. You know, they, they always chase me, um, you know, because we'll leave in this Kentucky, that last freaking at Kentucky, you know, I haven't raced a mile in a year and a half. I jump out and, you know, first qualifying session, I'm fourth. And, uh, you know, against all, you know, Jared Mees and Briar Bauman and all those guys that do it nonstop on factory equipment, you know, I, I can get out there and I can go good. So it's not like, you know, he beat me and it's, you know, I'm not, not going good. It's like, hey, you know, I still, I still have it. Still, the fire is just, uh, you know, I'm just, I'm really, you know, really love that. You know, we talked about it before, just, just kind of spreading it and just getting more talent out there. And, you know, that's kind of what I do with my school. And, you know, like I said, I've been working on a bunch of amateur stuff. Hopefully, uh, I can announce something here soon with some amateur stuff that I'm, that I'm working on. So, you know, race series wise. So, uh, just, you know, always got my hand, hand in the fire, but, you know, it's always, always trying to build a bigger picture. Johnny Lewis is our guest, JL10, um, flat track extraordinaire. Before the season started, there was a lot of buzz about an old man that was going to go racing. You know who I'm talking about, Jeff Ward. Um, what <laughs> yep. happened to Jeff? I didn't I didn't see much after, uh, you know, there was a buzz about it when he started, and I was, we were really excited. Daytona, right? I mean, it was when it was being discussed. Yep. Yeah, yep. yeah, you know, he, he did Daytona. I mean, man, and he... Uh, you know, he, he, he got in early. We went and tested. Um, you know, that at that time, it was the first time he ever rode a clay track. You know, like, he never rode clay before. And I'm like, you got to get there because it's clay. Like, it's a little different than pea gravel. And, you know, we've been riding at the Blackmore Ranch out in California. It's all good, but I'm like, you got to get the clay experience. So he came and, and he, you know, first couple of sessions, he's like, holy crap. I see what you're talking about. Like, he's just sliding right off the track. He doesn't, you know, the whole process is different. So I ran him through that, and then we got him there to race day, and he ended up going out and get second in his heat race. And then, uh, you know, it, it, the flat track stuff's so tough, you know, it's, you know, that, that semifinal, you kind of, it's elimination kind of round, and he just got, he got off the line and bumped in the back of somebody, and the uh, front brake kind of locked up, and he almost went up over the bars, and he went, he was last, and you know, all these guys are fast, so you can't, you can't really come from last to first, you know, or last to even a transfer spot, um, you know, without other guys making a mistake, and he just, you know, that was tough, and he, he was like, man, I, that one mistake, and I was like, man, I, I told you we should put handguards on, I told you, and you said no, you know, I was just joking, and I'm like, but, you know, you're the guy with all the experience, you know, just joking with him, 
Um, <laughs> given the Wardy uh, uh, line. Give, yeah, give him some shit. But, you know, it, it was it's a cool, you know, just getting him to Daytona, get him that process. He did race Arizona as well. I uh, wasn't able to obviously be there, but he brought his own bike out from West Coast. And we both basically had, I had an East Coast bike, he had a West Coast bike, and put the program together. And, um, uh, you know, asked him about doing uh, Springfield. And I think just timing right now, he's been doing a lot of bicycle stuff and uh, things out there. But I know he'll he'll most likely 100% do Sturgis because um, he has a really big connection there with it out in Sturgis, obviously, if you follow his Instagram and Mickey Diamonds and, and uh, Doug Henry's. This guy's been building the tracks out there. And yeah, what's the deal that with that? There's a, that's not too far from us. And I see a bunch of motocross stuff that they're they're working on or something, but I've yeah, they built they built right there, uh, kind of right around the Buffalo Chip area. You know, there was uh, they built a motocross track. I mean, uh, the one day it's snowing, and then the next day they had a motocross track built. You know, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I, I, they just kind of they, they're really trying to push. You know, the, the growth of of that. You know, obviously up in that area um, a little bit more, and I think it's great. You know, especially their affiliation with. Um, you know, the, the Buffalo chip crew, um, the guys that promote, you know, the races and all the stuff in Sturgis, it's, um, you know, they're pushing hard. They're, they're running little schools and, and it's neat. So he's been doing a lot with that. Um, you know, it's been cool though. It's, it's him, Mickey diamond and Doug Henry. And, and, uh, you know, all three of those guys are, uh, you know, heroes of mine, friends of mine, you know, like I, you know, it's pretty cool. Uh, you know, just those group of guys, you know, totally different eras of racing for me, but they're still out there doing it. And we're talking about schools and, and everything we're doing. And it, it's pretty, it's pretty neat. It's awesome. And it's, it's neat. I mean, we, we experienced that here on the show. We've been talking to guys like you and, and Jeff Ward and Mickey and all them guys for a hundred years, it feels like. And it's, it's just really surreal to be, you know, the guys that you had posters of when you were a kid you're hanging out with and riding with and, and i i get that opportunity more often than not it's it's pretty cool and i don't yeah you don't think about it when you're with them but every once you know like damon bradshaw comes to my place and hangs out and rides and it's pretty cool it's so it's like yeah you brought him to the shop and it's it's cool it is cool it's, it's just freaking damon bradshaw right 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 it's yeah, just neat. it's like you know even at daytona it's uh you know i'm sitting there in my pit area i'm like man it's kind of my team i put together and then i got you know jeff ward riding my bike <laughs> And then I got Doug Henry hanging out, you know, uh, you know, uh, I've been really good friends with Doug. I, I was actually there when he got hurt, like first person to him. So I have, we have this, you know, connection and, uh, you know, I'm like, my wife looked at me, she's like, look at them. Like there's, there's Jeff Warden and there's Doug Henry. In know, right? area. You know, it's like, and then I had, I had Dalton Duthier, the kid that, you know, has been on a, you know, back to flat track and, and kind of helped rebirth him. Uh, you know, gave him a bike for Daytona, and he goes out and gets second. I'm like, this is pretty damn cool. Like, you know, I could have raced, and I might have got a third, or I might have got a fourth, or, hey, my luck, I probably would have broke the thing in half. I've done that <laughs> multiple times. But I'm like, man, this is this is pretty cool. I could see why guys like Jeff, and I see why, you know, Doug and Mickey are still into this sport for so long. I mean, it's, you, you know, it and guys like you, I mean, it's... It, in your blood. It's, it's well, it, and it's just the, the connections, you know, like, you know, something I just posted on, on uh, you know, social media before even we started chatting is, uh, you know, it life's about, the you know, the people you meet and, you know, creating with those people. And, that's right. you know, it's just, uh, it, and that's what I'm coming to right now. And my, my point is, uh, 
my career is like I have all these really wonderful people and connections and relationships, and it's like, hey, I can actually create something that I that I I feel I can in, in better something. Shared and, memories. Uh, yeah, and it's uh, I'm excited about it. I'm, I'm more excited about it than racing in a long time. It's it's pretty cool. Johnny, it's always good to have you on the program. Thank you so much for your time. We appreciate it. Started racing professionally at a young age, 16 years old. You're still eating mac and cheese, if I recall. and uh, <laughs> But you made it look good, and you make it look good even today. I appreciate the time. No, I appreciate it. It's always a pleasure having you being on. Johnny Lewis on the program on Pit Pass. Hey, JGRMX uh, Yoshimura Suzuki Factory Racing's Western Pike is still around. Still trying to recover from a bad crash at Paris Supercross this last fall. After getting landed on by another rider, the impact left him with some serious injuries. We continue to pray for his recovery. Although most of his complications from the crash have been fixed by the uh, different surgeries he's had, he still has some vision issues in one eye and has been unable to raise or even practice seriously since the injuries. Uh, you can find a great interview with him on uh, racerxill.com. Look for it. Tell Tell them we sent you Racer X Online. By the way, if you subscribe right now, you can get uh, a subscription for as low as 15 bucks a year. Now, I think that's a pretty good deal no matter what. But when you can, you know, tune into somebody like Weston Pike and find out what's really going on uh, firsthand, I think it's well worth it for sure. All right, you're listening to America's Motor Racing Talk Show as we continue all disciplines, all the time. It is Pit Pass. Stay tuned. Martin, host of Pit Pass Indy. Each week, I go behind the scenes of the NTT IndyCar Series and introduce our listeners to the biggest stars of IndyCar, which features the Indianapolis 500 as its cornerstone event. The men and women that compete in IndyCar may be the bravest athletes in all of sport as danger lurks around every corner. They are able to look danger in the eye without flinching. That is why the NTT IndyCar Series features the best racing on the planet. Join me every week as we talk to the stars of IndyCar, including the legends of the Indianapolis 500 on Pit Pass Indy from Evergreen Podcast. 